Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 117. The genius thing to do is both the most obvious and least explored. And I came up with this concept after watching a documentary on Leonardo da Vinci, and I was reflecting on his accomplishments. And what was very interesting is, as I was doing some research on his success and achievements, which spanned across multiple fields, I wanted to talk about what attributed to his combination of unique qualities, circumstances, and approaches like that set him apart. What were some of those key factors? And as I was doing research, it was interesting because nine areas came up that I thought, well, this is interesting. They're the most obvious and they're the least explored. And I'm going to go through what those nine things are, why they're the most obvious. I'm going to go through why I believe that they're the least explored at times. And then I'm going to run through each of these areas in relation to Da Vinci. But then I'm going to basically talk about that as an example of most obvious versus least explored. So number one, curiosity and multidisciplinary thinking, obvious. Number two, keen observational skills, obvious. Number three, constant experimentation. Four, conventional thinking. Five, perseverance and work ethic. Six, interactions with other great minds. Seven, freedom to explore. Eight, attention to detail and aesthetic sensibility. And nine, openness to failure. These are obvious. These are the most obvious things to do. Think about that. Have curiosity. Be present and observe what you're, what you're doing in real time to have a better understanding of everything. Experiment with yourself, with your life, with your art. You know, come outside of, of um, your learnings to see what other areas and perspectives within your mastery that you're missing, right? Thinking outside the box, not just doing what um, people tell you to do, but actually critical thinking for yourself. These are obvious. Perseverance and work ethic. You already know how I feel about work ethic. You have to put in the work in everything. Even in laziness requires work because you're giving energy and attention to something on repetition. Work ethic is obvious. No matter what you want in life, you have to work for all of it, any area of your life. It cannot be designated to anybody else. This is obvious. Interactions with other great minds. This is an obvious one. We know how we feel when we're around the wrong people, the wrong environments, the people who pull us down, the wrong relationships, whatever. You know this. You know this is obvious. Interactions with other great minds. When you're around good people, good environments that foster creativity and innovation and ideation and doing the work and all the other, all these other attributes. Number seven, freedom to explore. Number eight, attention to detail and aesthetic sensibility, paying attention to detail, being patient and doing the details and not shortcutting. This is obvious. Openness to failure. This is obvious. And I don't even like using the word failure, as you guys know, because I like looking, I like calling them signals. I do this, it either works or it doesn't work. And from whatever is the outcome, that tells me what to do, gives me an idea of what to do next. Versus this critical 
you know, you failed, you're, that, that, that doesn't resonate. You're just learning what works and what doesn't work. This is life. This is obvious. Now, why do I say this might be least explored? Because it's obvious. No. Why I say that this is least explored is because curiosity means you're going to do things differently than the way everybody else is doing them. Uh, meaning like if everybody else is taking these jobs, but you want to do this thing over here with your art or with your, or just in a whole different direction, um, you know, and cause you're curious about it. Will you maybe look at a different way or being present, keen observational skills, being present in what's happening right in front of you and observing all the details and documenting them. And, you know, it's cause you could be distracted. How distracted are you? Constant experimentation right? Trying out different experiments for the thing that you're most passionate about and seeing what works and what doesn't work versus just simply following a blueprint that other people say, especially in college here, follow this. So that requires you to create the blueprint versus follow another predetermined one. Yeah, that's sometimes least explored. Unconventional thinking. Well, because sometimes, one, critical thinking should be way more common, as is common sense. But two, sometimes people delegate away their thinking because they're afraid of making the wrong choices. You can't look at it that way. You, you want to take on your own thinking so you can piece together things at a multifaceted, multi-layered world. So you don't just take everything that's told to you and immediately believe everything. And then that is the driver of how you run your life. But instead you're outside of that box and you're creating from you, your ability to dissect information and think through it and feel through it and work through it. Number five, perseverance and work ethic. Why is this least explored? Why is work ethic least explored? Do I need to explain this? Well, <laughs> work is work. You're going to have to work at anything. Work at the things that are you are most called to and work at them well. And in things that you, maybe you're not as called to, but are your responsibilities, show that ethics and integrity. Why is that least explored? Because you might forego instant gratification, shortcuts, outcomes that you thought you wanted, but there are better ones for you. Number six, interactions with other great minds. Why is this least explored? Sometimes not, it's not least explored, but when I say least explored, meaning like not the majority, because it's easy. It's sometimes easier for wherever you might be in certain environments that you have been stagnant in or staying in for whatever number of reasons, it, you would have to be, you'd have to make a choice to leave that. And that's not always easy for, for many people. And I understand that for countless other reasons, right? That are unique to every individual. If you are the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. That's not my quote. That's somebody else's quote. But if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. If you're not around people who are uplifting you, who are working on themselves, who are bettering themselves, who are promoting themselves and you, who are supporting you, who are giving you ideas, who are talking about big things, you are in the wrong room. And you have to ask yourself, why would you be, why would you be willing to stay in the wrong room? And the reason why sometimes the right room is, is least explored or less, less explored is because you're going to have to give up the wrong room. 
and for whatever attachments you have that you're not dealing with, you, you have to you have to figure that out. The seven number seven freedom to explore. Why is this least, uh, you know, explored, if you will, <laughs> the freedom to explore? Why is it the least explored? Because again, this goes back to the blueprint. Sometimes when we have too many ideas and too many things that we can think of, we're overwhelmed and we stop before we even, you know, start before we even begin. Don't get overwhelmed by all the things, just start. But the overwhelm stops a lot of people. Number eight, obvious attention to detail. Why is it sometimes least explored? Because again, you can't forego the, the, the shortcuts and the instant gratification. The details matter. And... What exactly is the rush? The destination is your is when you're done with your life. So from now through then, you're in a constant marathon. You will always be optimizing and tweaking along the way. And nine, openness to failure, the least explored because people hate failure. They hate the word failure. They look at the word failure, in my opinion, all wrong. It's not failure. It's a signal. This works. This doesn't work. Let me take the experience I learned from this and make a change, make a change, make a change, make a pivot, 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 pivot. Setbacks are, are not just these in obstacles. They're not just these ways of pulling you down or anything. They're basically meant to say there might be a better way to do this. That's a that's a powerful thing for you. There might be a better way to do this. Every single setback, I've asked myself, how could I approach this differently? And each new level, I guess each time I did that, it leveled me up. I got to a new level of play, right? So going through these, right, with, with Da Vinci. Da Vinci possessed, an, so number one, curiosity and multidisciplinary thinking, which... <laughs> If you know me by now, <laughs> uh, whether you're new here or not, you guys know how I feel about curiosity and multidisciplinary thinking because the niche is you. You're more than one thing. And you can ex observe yourself across multiple things, including the things innate to yourself, like your health and your body and your relationships and your, your creativity, all of the things, right? All of the things. But Da Vinci possessed an insatiable curiosity and a genuine interest in understanding the world around him. He believed that all knowledge was interconnected, which led him to study a wide range of subjects from anatomy and engineering to art and mathematics. His ability to see connections between seemingly unrelated fields allowed him to bring fresh perspectives and innovative ideas to each discipline. This should be obvious. In your curiosity, you start to see how everything can be connected. Listen, something that he did that was very fascinating that I learned in this documentary was, so... He didn't want to be just known for art. He was very curious about other things. And he found that in anatomy, uh, that the systems in, in turn, inside the body uh, were so fascinating that those same systems, in a weird way, could also be found in machinery. So he studied civil engineering, which led to architecture, because he could see how those same systems could be applied to architecture. Now, in a different format, but then that led to astronomy and how the universe was interconnected and then it all brought back to man to human and so this idea was wait a minute everything's interconnected we're more than one thing this should be obvious and i get that when it's not because 
we might be distracted or told that we need to um, focus only on one thing or that this is the responsible thing to do. No, this is what everybody else did, so this is what you do. There is huge, there's, there's freedom and curiosity as well as responsibility. All of these things, same in entrepreneurship, same in going after your dreams, same in building your life, same in the things that you want to see the world have, you've got to do it for yourself first. And so that's why I say the least explored because in your curiosity, you might be looked at as different in wanting to try doing a traditional thing differently. Or you want to interconnect multiple things and people say, well, no, you're a painter. You're not an architect. You're not an accountant. Why not? Why can't you be all of those things? And you'll actually come to find that like maybe the way mathematical equations come together can also be found in like a Fibonacci sequence in your artwork, right? <laughs> They're all interconnected. You see some of these mathematicians that apply it to like trending trends in the market to the same techniques that can be used in understanding um, artwork and painting and sculpture and the, and you know, the golden mean, right? So they are all interconnected. Right. Number two, keen observational skills. Da Vinci was a meticulous observer of nature and human anatomy. His ability to closely observe and document details helped him accurately depict subjects in his artwork and develop groundbreaking scientific insights. His anatomical drawings, for instance, demonstrated an unparalleled level of accuracy and understanding. To be in presence, to be present, to document details, to devote all of your energy in any given moment so you are right there in that moment understanding having an experience this should be obvious why does it become least explored again because we are distracted when we are distracted you have to remove distractions and suddenly this obviousness won't be so difficult to explore the details matter. It, they also bring mastery to your work to levels that other people hadn't been able to do. To do uh, a certain type of work just because you were told it's safe and responsible is one thing. If you are really tied to that actual work about why you can really excel to levels that have never been done before because you are innately curious and detailed and observational about it. You're present. Everybody's seeking presence. Find the things that you are innately curious about that you can spend time doing and then have a relationship doing them. Number three, constant experimentation. Da Vinci had a hands-on approach to learning and experimentation. He was not afraid to challenge traditional knowledge and test hypotheses through practical experiments. This is huge. So something was built one way architecturally. He thought it could be built better, so he tried it. Something was painted with one school of thought. He thought it could be painted with a different school of thought, so he tried it. The genius thing he did was be different. It was done this way, I'm going to try it that way. Right? He, in, and in that, you know, his, it said that his notebooks were filled with sketches and diagrams and observations that reflect his commitment to trial and error. It should be obvious to try new things. I feel like it can be least explored when you are worried about, again, the failure, it not working out, or it not looking a certain way or not being perfect. 
that is a very out of body experience. When I say out of body, I, I don't I don't mean the traditional good one. I mean like out of body meaning like that's a very external. You you shouldn't you shouldn't be looking at it that way at all. You're trying things because you're experimenting with how to do something differently than it had previously been done and you're wanting to push the boundaries of what's possible so if somebody were to ask you like oh well, why'd you do that like i want to push the boundaries of what's possible oh i mean try answering them that way versus like well i don't know i just didn't seem like i wanted to do the way that that job was done that way but that's the way it's always been done yeah i know well instead you could now own with confidence well i actually want to push the boundaries of what's possible with it you're going to find people back off real fast. In fact, if anything, you might now find them supporting you. Number four, unconventional thinking. Da Vinci was known for his willingness to challenge conventional wisdom and think outside the box. His innovative ideas often pushed the boundaries, just like what I just said, pushed the boundaries of established norms and led to breakthroughs in various fields. For instance, his designs for flying machines and other inventions showcase his visionary thinking. Right? He, he created the, a flying machine to take flight. So if traditional thinking was saying, wisdom said, well, no, humans won't fly. He was like, I'd like to push that boundary. Unconventional thinking is vital, especially in this day and age, especially in the changing times. You need critical thinking. You need common sense. You need time to think with yourself, uh, sit with yourself and think. You need to be able to disseminate information and use both your instincts, uh, not both your instincts, your intuition, you know, rational thought, understanding through emotional regulation. You want to be in control of your thoughts because they're powerful. And you don't want to just delegate your thinking to the world at large. They're still trying to figure out who the hell they are. Right? So, and there's a lot of people who I'm, I feel are probably unsure of who they are, but they're tying themselves to their own you know, uh, initiatives, if you will. So unconventional thinking is so vital. It should be obvious. Let's explore that more, right? For each of us. Number five, perseverance and work ethic. Da Vinci's commitment to his work was exceptional. He dedicated countless hours to his studies, experiments, and creative projects. His notebooks reveal a tireless dedication to refining his skills and exploring new avenues of knowledge. When you like your work, it doesn't feel like work and you can go an enormous amount of hours with it. Now, on the flip side of that, which I've had to learn is because I can go an enormous amount of hours with internet technology, uh, podcasting, writing, social media, like, like just business, marketing, philosophy, <laughs> I mean, spirituality, all these things doesn't mean that I will allow myself to overexert either. We talked about this on a previous episode about knowing your lower and upper bounds, right? So, but your work ethic will be there when you are just into the things that you are into. And when you are committed to your highest and best self, and this leads to number six, interactions with other great minds and environments, you'll be around people who will also support that because if they don't support that, they are blocking your soul. You're moving for your soul, for your purpose, not for other people's permission. 
Number six, interactions with other great minds. Da Vinci had the privilege of interacting with other influential figures of his time, including artists, scientists, and scholars. These interactions expose him to diverse perspectives and ideas, fostering intellectual growth and collaboration. Everyone, this should be obvious. Why is it least explored? For any number of reasons, maybe you're trying to make other people feel better about themselves when they're not necessarily doing the work, or you have just been raised in an environment that has kind of fostered stagnation or brought you down or you're in repetitive mode, whatever it is, you can walk right into something better. Explore that. Number seven, freedom to explore. Da Vinci's patterns, sorry, Da Vinci's patrons, such as the Medici family and Ludovico Sforza, provided him with the financial support and autonomy to pursue his interests across various fields. This freedom allowed him to dedicate his time to both artistic endeavors and scientific exploration. Now, I know what some of you are probably thinking automatically, thinking, well, you know, if I had the money provided me, uh, he actually forego a lot. Um, and he went out on his own many times because he didn't want to do the route per se, the way for what he was being paid. So this can happen too. It should be obvious that you want to explore things. Don't let what you think are self-imposed restraints stop you from exploration. And I believe that that's why it's sometimes least explored this route is because of self-imposed restrictions. Outside of your traditional work or whatever it is that you are doing, you can make time for at least one or two things that you would like to learn more about. And I don't mean sitting on the couch and watching TV for three or four hours. You can actually go do a different activity. Number eight, attention to detail and aesthetic sensibility. Da Vinci's artistic training and dedication to capturing intricate details in his paintings also translated to his scientific observations. His artistic eye for detail enhanced his scientific work, enabling him to portray anatomical accuracy in natural phenomena. He loved details so much that he was able to extract from other areas of interest, other curiosities, number one, and bring them into current endeavors right your attention to detail matters this should be obvious why is it sometimes the least explored because everybody is in a rush to go nowhere fast everybody wants an outcome everybody wants an instant gratification everybody i shouldn't say everybody that's a generalization but you get the idea a lot of people want to move faster than the pace of life that they should be living within and creating from and finally, number nine, openness to failure. Da Vinci understood that failure was an integral part of the learning process. His willingness to embrace failures and setbacks allowed him to continuously improve his work and develop a deeper understanding of his subjects. This should be obvious. If I do these things and along the way I met with obstacles, they will help me take my art or my work even further. That is it. I mean, I'm simplifying in a lot of ways. Why it's least explored is the mindset and you tripping yourself up when things aren't working out the way maybe you're having an expectation of an outcome in your mind. They are always working out. You do some work. It tells you something. You end up in a situation that might be very tough or, or, or an obstacle. But in order to have the thing that you really want, you have to conquer an obstacle. Think of it like a video game. In a video game, you get to the end of one level and you have to keep beating the... The, the person at the end of that level and then maybe it takes a few tries and then you finally do and now you're better 
equipped. Now you handle that type of uh, obstacle from the very get-go on the next level, and you're like, oh, I got this. I've already practiced it. This is practice. It's not even failure. They're not, or I mean, it's not even setbacks or obstacles. It's practice. So this is why I said the genius thing to do is both the most obvious and least explored. These things should be obvious. Don't make them least explored. Do them. Embrace them. I'm not, like, I would never want to take away from Da Vinci, but we all have genius talent. It's how we decide to manage ourselves. And that's what I want to leave you with. The genius thing to do is both the most obvious and least explored. And I hope you do the most obvious. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for always tuning in. Until next episode. Actually, no, before I do this, you know my ask. Please leave a written review on Apple. It helps expand the awareness of the show. If you are new to the show, I appreciate you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe. If you're new to the show, please also leave a written review if you really enjoyed this episode. It means so much to me. Thank you guys for always tuning in. And until next episode, I'm... All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.